Please bow your heads with me in a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, be present among us today and make us present to you. In all that we hope and dream, we pray today that your hopes, your dreams, your will may be done in our lives, through our lives, and in the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Back in the 90s, um, you know, my decade, um, <laughs> the 1990s, just in case you were wondering, um, <laughs> back in the 90s, uh, on Saturday Night Live, there was a guy named Adam Sandler, um, and now you're all wondering, why in the world is the pastor talking about Adam Sandler? But... Uh, uh, he wrote a, uh, a uh, song. He would do these little songs every once in a while that I bet some of you have heard. It's the Hanukkah song, right? You remember the Hanukkah song, right? We still play it every year. We laugh. It's, it's fun. Uh, he wrote that song, uh, I think, because as a Jewish person, he felt that his holiday was somewhat overshadowed by the, uh, the other holiday that so many others were celebrating at the same time that he was celebrating his holiday. And so he wrote the Hanukkah song to kind of draw attention to his place, right? Uh, and so that was there. Well, uh, lo and behold, that caught on, and, and it, uh, it had a, a good life of its own, and it's brought a lot of attention to Adam and to uh, lots of others that celebrate this fine holiday. Um, but uh, I, another uh, little-known uh, satirical comedic duo um, picked up on this trend of of uh, writing a song that might highlight all of the people that celebrate and are part of what we do. Um, because they felt like I suppose some of you have felt as you gather in our a little Lutheran church here and say, you know, it's so nice to be here, but you kind of feel like the rest of the world has no idea what we're about at all. And so uh, this little group called Lost and Found, um, when I went to a national youth gathering, um, I got to hear this song that they had put together um, called, not the Hanukkah song, but the Lutheran song. And it works much like the Hanukkah song. It names a lot of people who are Lutherans, just like us. So I'm going to have Tom play this just in case any of you are feeling a little overshadowed this morning. Mind you, it's from the 90s. It is dated.
There's a little audio glitch here, so if you want to sing along when the music cuts out, feel free. These all are Lutherans, but still only just a few. The most notable Lutherans of all are... of you. Now, don't you all feel better? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even if you didn't know all of those people, right? Isaac, you didn't know all those people, right? You knew two. All right. <laughs> well, now you know two more famous Lutherans. So that, even if you didn't know everybody, it just makes you feel good to know you're not alone, to know you're connected, Right? That's, that's part of what these songs are all about, is building on that connection. I'm connected to somebody that somebody else knows, that, that uh, the world talked about at one time or right now. Um, I bring this up because that's exactly what's going on in the gospel today. Jesus has shown up. He has been outed in his baptism. God has proclaimed, this is my son. With him I'm well pleased. He started to call disciples. He started to build a ministry. He started to do some miracles. He started to get the attention. He has, as I said in the Sunday school class today, he has set the Twitter feeds afire, right? Everybody is talking about Jesus. And in the gospel today, what happens? He comes to his hometown. And they hear him read from the scroll and they know he's one of ours we're connected and that connection makes what makes us feel good just like the song when we see all of those people like oh i didn't know they were lutheran i didn't know they were like me i didn't know that was my story i didn't know that i had that connection oh now i do and having that connection makes me feel like i can stand a little taller like the world maybe should pay a little more attention to me. Like, guess who I am? <laughs> and that's what's going on. So everything's going great. They, they feel that everything's going great, right? Everybody speaks well of them. They say these words. Isn't that Joseph's son, right? Isn't that the boy down the street? Isn't that the one we know? Isn't that the one we played in the backyard with? <clears throat> He's ours. That's what you need to hear. Because that's what they were saying in Nazareth. He's ours. I'm sure none of us would ever say that about Jesus. He's ours. See, because what Jesus will point out to them is not that he belongs to them or that he belongs to us, but what he's about to point out is that uh, we can belong to him but not the other way around. And he does it by actually picking a fight in Nazareth, in this place where it's all going on and it's all going great. And you read it in the gospel today. You heard it. You, were, you saw the trend. It went from praise and everybody's speaking well of him. Isn't this Joseph's son? Don't we all feel great? We're the Lutherans. And Jesus says, 
Yeah, but don't forget. Way back a few centuries ago, there was a whole lot of people who had a famine going on, and they thought they had a special claim to God's, to being God's people in the world, to being the ones that God had called to be his people among all the peoples. And there were many who were starving, and many who were hungry, and many who were looking for God to do something about it. And you know who God sent his prophet to? A widow in Zarephath of Sidon. And if you didn't catch the idea, the Sidonians are not well thought of by the people of Israel that were suffering this famine too. All of the famine that was going on and God didn't send his, his good prophet to sustain the life of the widow in Israel. He sustained the life of the widow in Sidon. Somebody else. Somebody that's not part of us. Somebody we're not connected to. Somebody in fact not only are we not connected to somebody in fact that we huh, hate. Somebody that's our enemy. And just in case you didn't think that a widow could be your enemy, because after all, she is a widow. I mean, come on, let's be, let's be compassionate, people. Just because she's a widow in some other country that we don't care about, we can at least care about her. Jesus doesn't let us off the hook, does he? The next one is who? Naaman, a Syrian. He's not just any Syrian, he's the, he's the commander of the Syrian army. They're the ones attacking. They're the ones that plunder our cities. They're the ones that we're praying God would remove from our life. <laughs> and guess what? He has leprosy, like some of our friends and neighbors had leprosy back then. And God heals him. And my neighbor's still struggling. Or I'm still struggling. And God heals him. Now do you get it? Because we can throw stones at the people of Nazareth, but we better recognize that we're in the same boat. <sighs> I know many of you like Joel Osteen. He's a nice guy. He looks good. He's got a lot of, speaks about Jesus a lot. Says a lot of things, brought a lot of people to Jesus. I, I particularly can't stand his theology or his way of understanding um, what the Bible teaches, and I, I will never teach in the same way. But at the end of the day, I can't also say that God isn't at work in him. And doesn't that just burn your goat? Why him? Why not? Why not Elizabeth Eaton? Why doesn't she get all the press? She says some much better things. She's got an audience. She's, she's our presiding bishop, by the way, in case you didn't realize. Why not her? You see, we want it to be somebody that's connected to us. But it isn't my agenda, is it? How many of your prayers start exactly that way? God, do, God, God I've been with you. I, 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 I love you. I'm trying to follow you. And I just need you to do this for me and to do it right now. <laughs> I'm glad you showed up today, God, because we got work to do. Let me tell you what the work is. Do we pray this way? I do. 
How's God answer that prayer? Sometimes God does answer that prayer. That's the really surprising part. Sometimes God does exactly what we ask for in our prayers that are all self-centered and selfish. God still answers them. Amazing. But most of the time what happens for me is that I pray that prayer and, and, uh, <laughs> and then at the end I might tack on the, the phrase that, that pays. Not my will, but your will. That's the phrase that pays, right? Because then that'll get God to realize that I'm not selfish. Hmm. God knows my heart. None of the people of Nazareth said any of these things, did they? But we know that they were feeling them because they got the message loud and clear. It's what moves them from praise and goodwill and excitement about Jesus, their hometown boy, to let's throw him off a cliff. In just three short verses. (sighs) So the question for us today is if We have this connection to God through Jesus, the one who comes for us. Are we willing to let him set the course? Because he will. And we can stand at the cliff fuming with rage that he did not do what I want. Or we can follow him where he leads. Where are you today? God forgives us. God is connected to you, not because he comes from your hometown but he invites you to live in his. God is here for you, not because you have a claim to tell him where to go, but because he loves you enough to show you the way to follow. It's what this crazy ending to the story, I think, is all about for us. They lead him to the brow of the hill to throw him off the cliff. And Jesus passed through their midst and went on what? What does it say? His way. He went on his way. God is on his way still today. And the question for you is, are we following? It doesn't make us better. It doesn't make us more likely to receive God's blessings. It doesn't make us able to point out everyone else's faults over our own. It doesn't change any of that. But it puts us in line with his mission And it reminds us of the truth that Jesus alone can come to teach the world and has invited us to share. There is no one, 
not even the people we hate the most, who God is not willing to heal, and he doesn't pick them based on your agenda, but on his own. God is at work. He's on his way. And as many times as I want to throw him off the cliff for not following my way, he always has another place for me to follow. Dear friends in Christ, you are connected. You are connected not only to famous folks here. You are connected to the ruler and creator of the universe to the one who gave his life not only for you, though he did for you, but for every other one we meet. And you have a story to share. May we follow him on his way. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you.